listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Um, so this week, our stories are about going num- number one and number two in places you're not supposed to do that. So um, our live story comes from Megan Hosick, and Megan rapped about the time she pissed in a cup. Um, and then this week, I sat down with Heather Vogel over the phone, um, and she told me about the time she took a shit in her cat's litter box. Here's Heather Vogel. I like tried to think, am I really, do I have any disgusting stories? And I, I, I don't have that many, but um, like the thing I could think of is one time I did have to use my cat's litter box for myself because <laughs> like um so back in college we had a roommate and he like had a sixth sense for when I was gonna have to use the bathroom and it's and like I go from not having to go to the bathroom to having to go to the bathroom immediately like <laughs> I, it's just like a switch I'm suddenly aware of my bodily needs so I um I really had to poop, and he had just walked into the bathroom, and I was, I was like, I'll wait it out, but he's going to take a shower, he's going to be there for a really long time, I'll, I'll wait it out, and then I just couldn't anymore, so I went over to my cat's litter box, I pulled it into my room, um, and I just, like, squatted and took care of it, it was like, I don't think it's that gross. I think I'm I'm actually pretty proud of how resourceful I was. Um, did, it, what did you I, do then? I I thought it was like a good idea. I didn't put my pants. I didn't have to clean that up. And then I could just I just dumped it into a garbage bag, all the litter and everything, and I was done. So you didn't just like cover it up like a cat would and put it back. <laughs> In the pantry. <laughs> Could you imagine though, like a giant turd? <laughs> the cat is the cat is rushed to the vet. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I mean, that's a. I think that it happened a second time, but it was probably such a non-issue because I like knew how to do it. I knew how to take care of it, easy clean up after myself. That I barely remember it, but. <laughs> Somebody, when I first got my, the the cat I have now, she, like, has a bad attitude, and somebody was like, well, you have to show her who's boss by taking a shit in her litter box. <laughs> I don't really know the science behind how that would teach the cat a lesson, but. I'm sure there's a Jackson Galaxy episode about it, where he well, just. Somebody also told me that, like, um, if a cat isn't covering up their shit, it's because they're like, I run this place, and, like, I don't need to hide. Because, like, they cover it um, up for predators or something. This could all be not true. I'm not really sure, but well, my little cat back. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Maybe that's just, like, a power move I need to incorporate into my life anyways. Yeah. Look your cat in the eye and <laughs> do it. Um, okay, I have a few questions. Did you not know your roommate very well? Why didn't you ask your roommate to not go in the bathroom? 
Well, he had already gone. I knew him well. Actually, that is part of the problem. I knew him very well. It was a constant thing where he would do this, and he would spend a full hour in the bathroom. <laughs> and so, like, I knew I was not going to... He was already in the bathroom. I knew I was not going to get him get him in time. So I was just like, I, you know, the store is too far to, to like, use the store's bathroom or something. There were no other solutions. I knew that my only option was to, like, crap my pants or find another receptacle. And, like, it's good enough for my cat. It's good enough for me. <laughs> my One of my friends, um, when he first moved in with, so he didn't know his roommate very well. He had just moved in and... Like, the same thing, his roommate would, would every, every morning he would take a bath, and he would read his book, um, and so he goes in to read his book, and Jeff, oops, well, it's Jeff, but, uh, (laughs) Jeff, like, really needed to take a shit, but he didn't, like, felt, he felt like he didn't know him well enough to ask him to get out of the bathtub, so he just went, (laughs) he just went in his room and shit his pants. But, and you had a letterbox, what was this? Oh no, your way is more. Yeah, this. You picked the more civilized route. <laughs> yeah, Jeff just shit his pants through more. You can't take a bath in the morning. That's not when you have roommates. Well, you know they're both they're both comics and they did both of them. Their only job is was comedy, so that is the type of thing they would do is take a bath, take take an hour long bath in the morning. It's, um, yeah, it's a life of leisure, except they also didn't pay their electric bill for 18 months, and then the power got shut off, so, you know, it's... <laughs> well, it all for the art. I really, I really exposed Jeff. I hope, well, he'll never listen to this. Um, have you shit in anything else weird? No, I haven't. I, I don't think I have, uh, but... Something that um, somebody, multiple people that have brought this up to me separately are that um, Barnes and Noble makes them really need to poop. Um, I don't, I, they, it, it, it's happened to my mom multiple times that she goes into Barnes and Noble and suddenly it's an emergency. And somebody said something to me recently that stepping into Barnes and Noble makes them really need to to poop. Well, what? Which, I don't know. What? I said, what do you think that's all about? Maybe all the books. I don't know. Because it's like it, it the thought of book. reading a book on the toilet. It, it could be that. You know, they're just anticipating. Or, like, it's really relaxing. It relaxes their whole body. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking... It seems like they should have some books in the Barnes and Noble bathroom, but I bet they don't. And I bet they won't. It seems like they should have books in the Barnes and Noble bathroom, but I kind of doubt that they do. Wait, is Barnes and Noble still open? I guess they they could, but then everybody taking a dump would be touching these books. Yeah. And that's kind of (laughs) gross. Well, they could be... They could have... They could have plastic covers or something. <laughs> I'm just like spitballing here. <laughs> Somebody tell me that um, going to Target always made them have to take a shit. Oh, 
Yeah, I, I think that other people have that experience, if only because I've been to Target bathrooms where they're like, oh yeah, a lot of people have pooped here. Oh wow, that just reminded me. Oh, I have a crazy shit story. Wow, I just thought oh, of it. Yeah. I, um, well, and I usually don't, like, I say this all the time, but I, like, I don't have, like, when I have to shit, it's not, like, a right now thing. I can, I can be like, hmm, I have to shit. I guess I'll do that in a couple hours. I'll put that on my to-do. Like, it's not, like, an emergency usually. And, but mm-hmm. this one time, I went to this festival in Omaha, and I was, I got so drunk and and we were staying this like comic let us stay at his house and he had like this really nice he like owned a house and stuff and he had this really nice house kind of like older and I woke up in the morning I was so hungover I like couldn't stand up straight I was like hobbling around but I was like and I had to take such a such a bad shit I was like but I was like I can't I was sure that if I did it at this guy's like hundred year old house that I would clog the toilet or like ex- the house would explode or something <laughs> and so Break something. yeah I just didn't think I was like I there's no way I'm doing this here I'm a guest like I was like this is rude <laughs> and, and so I made till like, I couldn't like I couldn't drive the car I was I like c- crawled to the car until her d- <laughs> drove me and I was like take me to a Walmart <laughs> And so that's like, what they're for. Yeah, it is. But I just figured I was like the bathrooms are really big, and usually empty. So I go into the bathroom, and first of all, the bathrooms had not been had not been kept up with or taken care of. So the bathroom was already like not good, and there was a woman in like the middle stall talking on speakerphone to, like, her daughter or somebody having this, like, really loud, like, I don't know if she was, like, on her lunch break or something or if she was shitting, but she was, like, having a really relaxed, like, fun conversation on speakerphone. I could hear both. (laughs) I could hear both people talking, but it was, like, I was, like, I can't, you know, the wheels were in motion, so I, and I took, like, the worst shit of my life, like, two stalls down from this woman, and, like, Ooh. And then I escaped. And then I had an egg sandwich and I felt better. <laughs> well, you, that's what you get for having a phone call in the bathroom of a Walmart. It, I mean, it was, a, yeah, the confidence of that woman and the, like, f- the free spirit to be, to be where she was doing that. <laughs> I was also scared that, lady, like, what? Oh, go, go. No, I was scared that she would, like, notice what I had done and she would tell the person on the phone and then I would have to hear both sides of like <laughs> oh. Um, oh but I was going to say there's a lady at uh, at my office who every day is in the bathroom taking a phone call <laughs> and and before and after the phone call she goes it's okay it's okay it's okay like I don't know if she to herself yeah, to herself. Oh, and God. And I don't know what they're doing. It's not my, my office. It's another office in our building. I don't know what they're doing over there, but she's, like, she has phone calls every day in the bathroom, and she also, like, gives herself a pet talk. Oh, no. See, this is why I can't work in an office. It seems too scary. I, yeah, it's, <laughs> it, I mean, it almost pays the bills. <laughs> 
<laughs> this, yeah, this is the reason I'm, I've been a waitress for 10 years, is, is office culture. I get... <laughs> Alright, at our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories. Um, and I'm going to read them all because we're on the phone. Okay. After a wild night, my ass was so sore the next day that on the red line commuting to work, I could have sworn it was going to be gas, but I had to go back home and change. Ew. What I'm wondering is, is that does that mean it was from having anal or just from drinking and then a shart, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a red line. So, like, maybe <laughs> it's just the environment invited that, that feeling. Yeah, you're encouraged to shit your pants on the red line. Yeah, you can mark your territory. They make they make a little announcement over the over the intercom. <laughs> they say, go yeah, ahead. Doors open on the left. Yeah. <laughs> if you're hungover, just go ahead. Have a wet for it. <laughs> we 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 like that here. <laughs> um, okay. Here's another one. With my first boyfriend in high school, we were in my car and I was giving him head. This is the age-old story. Um, I must have went too deep and my gag reflex was activated. I vomited on his dick. Unfortunately, it gets worse. I was... Ew. I was wrapped around it so tightly that I swallowed my own vomit. His dick was oh. fine. I, on the other hand, was not scarred for life. <laughs> oh, I've never thrown up on a dick. I, I just never... That's never happened to me. But I don't know. I guess that's why you do that on an empty stomach. <laughs> I just... Uh, I don't go that hard. For me, it's more of a leisurely... Like I'm not really working, you know. I'm not sweating when I'm doing <laughs> when I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been told I, my my orthodontist always said I have really big teeth, um, like especially <laughs> in the back. So I just out of safety. Wait, your orthodontist said that to you? Like you have great yeah, big teeth? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. They ha- he has put braces on there, so head care or whatever. So I've never know, noticed your I just teeth. <laughs> big or not hmm, interesting it's good to have big teeth I think more more useful especially in the coming apocalypse you'll be glad to have big chompers um okay I have I have one more when I lost my virginity it was a bloodbath I wasn't prepared for what I woke up to my partner's hands were covered even even though he was fast asleep, I hope that means after, not <laughs> during. Um, there was blood on the covers, the walls, even the fucking light switch in the bathroom. When the guy woke up, he looked at his hands, glanced at me, I shrugged, and he went to the bathroom. To this day, I don't know if he knows or if, or if he just thinks I was on my period. A gusher. What? Blood? Yeah. That happens? When, when, yeah, when you, well, I was, I was, when I lost my virginity, I was, like, terrified. I, because everybody, like, says that you bleed, so I thought it was going to be, like, like a mess, and then, like, and then nothing happened. 
Right, exactly. That same same. Because it's like I I feel like that's what they have in old timey stories. Yeah. When they you know need to ensure that the the woman is a virgin. The hymen. Yeah, I I would be frightened. I would be concerned about my well being. Yeah, I heard that um, some women don't even have a hymen. Like you're not even well, born yeah, with or one. Like, you're riding a bike or something. Mm-hmm. Or, or a tampon. Yeah. That thing. That thing's hanging on by a thread. The way I understand it. <laughs> Our live story comes from Megan Hosek. Megan is a singer-songwriter in Chicago, and you can check out her EP on SoundCloud or Bandcamp. This was recorded in February of 2020. Here's Megan Hosek. It looks like I just stepped out of like a Babysitter's Club series book. And that's my joke, so now I'm going to tell you my story. But I'm a musician, so it's actually a song. And by song, I mean it's a rap. Do you guys like it when white girls rap it? <laughs> Neither do I, but it's where it's happening, so... Alright, let's hit it. Crank it pretty loud. Now I'm gonna tell you about the time I peed in a cup. I said I peed in a cup. I peed in a cup. I said I'm gonna tell you about the time I peed in a cup and it was not at a doctor's office. So here's what happened. I was seeing this guy. His name was Miguel. Well, I mean, that's still his name. Anyway, he was from Spain. He was really hot and I liked him a lot. Not just because he was hot, but that was definitely part of it. He was fun and he liked to dance, but when he was drunk, he'd pull down his pants like in public, in a bar full of people. He dug himself a deep hole and not just like once or twice on a whim. It was a consistent thing that he did when he pulled out his pants like in the bar. But anyway, that's a digression. Let's get back to my people confession. These are events I cannot erase. One morning, I woke up at his place. I had to pee, well, you know me. And if you don't know me, I'll tell you right now, I have to pee a lot. (laughs) I got out of bed and I walked down the hall. His roommate's in the shower, fuck me. I wait and wait and wait and I'm waiting forever. Surely he'll be out soon and it'll all be better, but the shower kept steaming. My bladder was screaming, thoughts of intervening, plotting, scheming. I had to go, can't hold back my flow. I'm feeling low, she's gonna Everything's fine. Remember the flowers in bloom? Let's talk about that. But he was insistent. He 
like, geez, pants down, boy, let it go. But finally, he got me to concede, and I agreed to feed his need to know where I peed. So here's what happened that fateful day. When the showering roommate was in my way, I was on the verge of a pee revolution. I went into the kitchen looking for a solution. I had to figure this one out for my health. So I peed in a glass that I found on the shelf, okay? You know what's coming, all right? No, I didn't just do it right there on the fly. Too afraid his roommate would walk by, so I went outside the kitchen door into a stairwell on the third floor. Yeah, I was afraid someone would walk by while I was doing it, but not enough to stop me from still doing it because I had to pee so bad like you do not understand. I went back inside, put the glass in the sink, and then it was over. Or so you would think because then he was like, wait, which glass was it? And I was like, that one. I didn't wash it, but I definitely should have. That part, that's my bad. I dumped it out, did not wash it. Going back, I would wash it. That was that was gross and I uh, should have washed it. Anyway, and that's how I peed in a cup. We went back to my place. He told my roommates, but he was laughing, so I guess it was fine. He did throw that glass in the trash on the way out. I never looked back, but the fact that I peed in the glass in his house and then didn't wash it wasn't a deal breaker for him, so I guess what I'm saying is the kid's okay, you know, in my book. And that's the story of how I peed in a cup. I peed in a cup, I said, I peed in a cup, and now here's another story about me peeing in a cup. Peeing in a cup. What, did you think that that would be the only story that I had about peeing in a cup? Haha, <laughs> no. You underestimate me. Okay, here's another one, but this one is at the doctor. I was at the doctor, had to give a little sample, and as you already know, my came out is ample. So I filled the cup up, and I put it on the trash can, turned around to washy-wash my hands, then, aw, shit. Boom, splatter, fuck, you can tell from that sound, the pee cup fell and hit the ground. I had to go and tell the nurse what's up, but I spilled all of my pee, I need another cup. And yeah, it was... I got another cup, but I didn't have to go right then. I waited in shame for my cup to fill up again. But listen, okay, let this be a cautionary tale now. You may be thinking, the cup fell? How? Well, you should never take for granted trash cans that aren't slanted, you know what I mean? Because, like, when you think about it, like, it's the trash can's fault, like, entirely. Like, it's not my fault. And basically, that's the moral of the story. It's like, at least my fault. Like, it's... The trash can, the doctor, like, basically anyone else's fault, like, but mine, and that goes for everything. So that's how you know about it. I peed in a cup. I said I peed in a cup. I peed in a cup. And now, now you know about the times I peed in a cup. And I'm sorry for any of those visuals that you had about it. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Heather Vogel. I don't, I don't do anything, but <laughs> it's good to have someone to talk to when I haven't seen anybody in, in nine days. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez, and the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.